we're not the bad guys. Heck, we're a bunch of marks. We're fans. Welcome, everybody, to the Mark for Life podcast. I am your host, Clint. I want to start the show by introducing me. I've been a pro wrestling fan for, God, all my life. I did have another podcast called Mark's Marking Out. Due to scheduling problems, we really didn't uh, have time to do anything, uh, which kind of sucked because I did love the podcast. And plus, at that time, AEW didn't come out. The whole show was just basically a gripe on WWE, which this show will continue to be a gripe on WWE because I do have problems with it. But I'll be doing like little reviews over the shows, real quick reviews, maybe a few little opinions I have. And of course, uh, when pay-per-view time comes around, then I'll definitely have some uh, predictions. But I'm about I'm about three beers in, so let's go ahead and start the show. I just want to recap, uh, just not recap, but just talk about the money in the bank because I've seen a lot of people on the internet really getting pissed off about Otis and uh, Oscar. But in my opinion, th- them two were the ones that was actually carrying the show, uh, even the ones without the audience and stuff. I, I, them two, Otis and Oscar, they were the ones that carried the company while everything was down. They were the most entertaining, and I think both of them deserved it. I know a lot of people are pissed off about the whole Otis thing. Oscar, of course, you I mean. Who else would it go to? Anybody in that whole group that besides Shayna Baszler, but you know, Baszler has her own thing that she can go ahead and just do whatever she wants to. And she really doesn't need the belt to uh, even uh, get her over because she's already over. Let's go ahead and get to Raw. Becky's big surprise. Yeah, no. you know, besides that, she likes puns and toast, as she says. I knew it was going to happen because they don't believe in surprises anymore in WWE, and I wish they did. That would have been a whole lot better if uh, they would have kept it under wraps until then. But, of course, you know, four hours before the show, you already knew that she was pregnant. And that's the one thing that I hate. I hate about WWE. If uh, they just kept the whole surprise element of everything. But, of course, it's WWE. They quit that long time ago. So you don't ever see that. Like I said, it was in Sports Illustrated probably like three hours before the show even started. But, anyway, the big surprise with Becky, of course, is she is pregnant. Maybe she is, I guess. Uh, I really don't know because it really isn't like, if it was a work, I would love that to be a work. Of course, with the whole Seth Rollins thing going on, which I'll talk about here in a little bit, about him being crazy and everything now, if they would work that in, or, of course, in WWE fashion, maybe we don't know who the father is, or, you know, or anything like that, that would probably bring a whole lot better, you know, response from me, if something like that would be, you know, if they would leak that out, and then, of course, it'd just be a work, but, of course, you know, who knows? It probably isn't, but I think it'd be a whole lot cooler if it was. Okay, let's get to the whole Becky thing about her bringing out the money in the bank briefcase before uh, before her big announcement. And all that is is that uh, Oscar actually won the title instead of uh, winning money in the bank. Which, you know, like to me, it's, it's okay. That's fine. I have no problem with that. The only thing that I do have a problem with, of course, is once again, Oscar's in a good situation and it always has to be covered with something else. Such as uh, Rousey coming out. And then, of course, when that uh, Becky is pregnant, that there had to be something tailed in on it. And I I just don't like that. I just wish it was a straight up let her win or have a tournament or something else just to prove that she uh, deserves the title. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, that's the only thing that I can think of that I really hate about the whole thing. But, you know, once again, it's handed to her and then there's something else special tagged along with it. 
In the next segment, they talk about Street Profits versus Viking Raiders in a basketball match. You know, at this moment, I'm just going as uh, I do write this on the paper just to just go along with it. I was already rolling my eyes. already knew this was going to be something stupid. I mean, at the moment. I thought the thing was going to be stupid. I thought everything was going to be dumb. Street Profits were going to come up on top. But the best part about the whole this, of course, uh, another hero. Another hero in this whole thing. Byron Saxton. If you remember, uh, I watched some highlights a few, maybe a few weeks ago when Stone Cold came out and uh, he was doing the what uh, with Stone Cold. That was that was awesome. And of course, he doesn't he doesn't fail here either as well. He comes back and starts singing Curtis Blow basketball, which I, I know that's just little little things like that makes the show. They bring up another program saying Edge and Orton are going to have a face off. I'm not too excited about this. I mean, the match they brought at WrestleMania was a snooze fest it was lame the only thing that really came up uh that you know made me pop <laughs> well it shouldn't make me pop but the one thing that i always saw that on there that was the uh ben wall spot which no one calls it that but that everybody who's a wrestling fan they saw it they knew it was going on it was perfect timing with the uh that one show and uh it just it just all linked up and it, it was it was kind of awful but it was good at the same time because people knew what the hell was going on now, I watched the full show uh, at first. Uh, I just want to put this in here that I watched the full show, and I went back. It was on Hulu. I watched it on, and then I watched it today just to do a quick review again. Uh, they cut out a lot of parts. Apparently, uh, Zelina, uh, Zelina Vega's uh, little clique is having problems, which which I hate. I'm a big fan of that that whole group right there, but, I mean, of course, they have to get rid of one. And it looks like it's going to be theory, so... Either way, I think they're going to try to push Theory and to be some kind of wrestler, probably on 205 Live, or I don't even know if that's on. I haven't watched wrestling in so long. But they're going to go ahead and uh, it looks like they're going to try to break that group up. But on Hulu, like I said, it comes back, and we have uh, Angel Garza versus uh, Akira Tozawa. And then, of course, Angel wins and throws it in Theory's face. Uh, we have Drew McIntyre come out. He Claymore's Theory and then Claymore's Angel, which leaves uh, Andrade in the ring. He steps up to him. And, and then it just comes into an impromptu match after the commercial between them two, between Andrade and uh, Drew McIntyre. Also, uh, read on the internet too as well is that a lot of people didn't like this match. This is one of the best matches on the show. It was a really good match. It was a good wrestling match. Uh, even though, of course, we knew Drew was going to win, Angel wasn't going to go over on Drew. That would have been silly. Either way, Angel and the Drew McIntyre match was awesome. So Drew wins. He grabs the microphone, announces a few things. Oh my God! I wish he would just stay off the mic. Uh, they need to get someone in there to talk to him, talk for him, or uh, or something. This whole thing is just—it's horrible. It's horrible. But one of the announcements he makes, of course, it's a brand, uh, brand to brand invitational, and we find out King Corbin is going to come to Raw next week and face Drew McIntyre. But before he announces that, of course, yeah, he'll uh, he'll say the most memorable line, I guess: uh, "Death, taxes, and everybody hates this guy." And of course, he says he's facing Drew McIntyre at Raw. But, Jesus, that's like the worst thing ever. Don't give this guy a mic no more. I mean, if, if he does, make it a man a few words. That way he's in and out. Him trying to cut promos like this is not going to put him up there with a rock. It ain't going to put him up there with anybody. It is the worst thing I ever heard in my life. And I'm a Drew McIntyre fan. You know, this, this type of stuff right here just needs to go. Make him a man a few words. Claim more of the hell out of everybody and just go on. Next segment, we have a moment of bliss. Best thing about this, of course, is... Uh, I guess Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross is back on Raw. I guess they go back and forth. So, I mean, that's good, too. But the best part about it, of course, 
is my favorite, the Iconics. The Iconics are back, and of course, it goes into an impromptu match against the Iconics versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I did, however, like it when uh, the Iconics went over. The Iconics did win this match, and this match actually wasn't that bad either. This show is pretty good. Okay, another stupid part of the show again, coming up, is Rey Mysterio showing up for an interview. Uh, as we saw in Money in the Bank, him and Aleister Black got thrown over the roof. And according to Ray, a miracle happened. Uh, both him and Aleister Black both landed on another roof six feet below them. I guess since both him and Aleister both fell off the roof, I guess they're tag team partners now. I don't know. Who knows? Everybody thought they died. But that would have been fun. <laughs> I guess they're tag team partners now because of almost death. Who knows? I, I really don't know how this crap gets written. And then Seth Rollins shows up and just kind of looks at him, stares at him. Seth says, congratulations about the baby. Of course, Seth, for some reason, his hair is wild now. I guess that makes him crazy. I, I don't know. I guess when you go crazy, your hair goes wild. Now he's just looking at Ray like he's kind of stupid and just walks off after the congratulations. So who knows? Who knows what's going on with that? Maybe this is going to be the whole thing because here in a minute after the match happens, I'll we'll talk about that too as well. Best part of the show, Shayna Baszler. She comes in there, and she pretty much, uh, they ask her about Becky, and she calls her stupid. Uh, my favorite line was, the man barefooted, fat on a couch, eating bonbons. That kid's going to suck. Do you know who the father is? I rest my case. Freaking hilarious. That is, that is I don't know how the rest of the women division is going to compare to her. She's the best. I always liked her NXT, but that's the problem when you bring her up to Raw or anything like that. They're, I don't know how they're going to compete. She can draw a heel heat all day, but if there isn't no good person to combat her, then, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just off topic, too. I watched that Chronicle uh, of Shanna Baszler. That was insane. It was like it was she was taking everything serious, and even when they got the money in the bank, uh, part she was really talking serious about how this was going to be how she was wanting to win money in the bank and advance and everything else and that turns into this you know shit show a bunch of comedy a bunch of just silliness going on and then of course she doesn't win so what was the chronicle thing about like i said it was all about her work, working up to this moment and then nothing but anyway back to the show like i said it was it was one of those things where she did a great promo course then they go. Then they go to the uh, Undertaker promo for her his little 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 show he has on the network. And when it ends, AJ just looks at it, gets pissed off, and walks off. I guess he's wanting to challenge Undertaker probably somewhere down the line again. Who knows? Seen it once, and it was a shit show too. Everybody else loved it. I didn't like it, but everybody else saw it. Maybe it actually be a real match. Who knows? The one thing about it is, uh, I just don't think they could do it. Like even. Even in the ring, I don't think Undertaker could keep up with AJ. But we'll just have to see. Then it comes back from commercial and uh, Becky hugging Vince and they're talking, but there's no audio. So there's nothing else to go from that besides that. And just a real quick one on this one. This is Ray Mysterio, Aleister Black versus Seth Rollins and Murphy match. I mean, it was a really good match except for, you know, Seth sitting out the outside being crazy, of course. And then when he finally snaps, he basically takes out Ray Mysterio's eyeball. The only weird thing about this, of course, is uh, the Seth apology. I don't know if this is part of the gimmick where he just snaps and then 
comes back to reality later after he's done hurt somebody or I don't know. He went to apologize for Ray and it, it just didn't make no sense at all. But maybe maybe it's part of his gimmick. Then we come back from commercial and it's uh, Shayna Baszler versus Natty. But I guess this being Hulu, I don't know if they edited or cut it down so far. I, I didn't even see the promo again uh, with uh, with them too, where she pretty much dogs out Natty too as well about not having kids. Uh, Natty confronted her saying, you know, how could you say that about her and how could you say about motherhood? And basically Basler said, Basler said, you know, how would you know anything about kids? You don't have no kids. You know, the death of uh, the Hart Foundation ends with you. And I thought that was really good too. But I guess that got cut out in the whole thing. So I don't know. But anyway, Basler pretty much tears up Natty and that's the end of the match on that one. Now for the last, almost next to the last segment, we got King Corbin coming out and saying that he's going to come out and beat Drew. Uh, I mean, in true Hill fashion, yeah, I guess he wouldn't come out since he was in the building. Seemed like he would have came out when Drew was out there and kind of interrupted or said something just to kind of bring up the heat a little bit, but it didn't happen. Uh, he stayed backstage, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. But apparently he stayed backstage and then decided to cut some kind of promo on him, just saying that how he's going to win and everything else. But that, that was that was kind of lame to me. Like, it should have been a little bit more than that. Uh, Corbin makes a great heel. He really doesn't have to do nothing. He could walk into, you know, any arena or any place, and he would become an instant heel. That's the reason why I liked him. He didn't have to do much to do anything. So he could have actually walked out there and just kind of just looked at Drew or just, just did anything, and then that would have passed by, you know, that would have passed for something. But, of course, you know, like I said, I guess it, maybe it's not a different heel move where he's just sitting in the background, and he comes out and just talks crap, and that's it. Okay, so now I'm just going to go through this one pretty fast, too, because... This one didn't make no sense to me, too, as well. I, I really think this should have ended. Now it's the uh, Edge Norton segment. And to me, this was something that probably shouldn't be happening. Or it could have been done on a Raw instead of actually pay-per-view. But you have Edge come out. He talks a little bit, uh, of course, about family and how he wanted to do this and everything else. And Orton comes out, basically said, you know, you're the man. And then turns around and walks out and makes about halfway up. Of course, you know Orton ain't going to do that shit. But he turns back around, starts talking shit back to Edge. And then this is where I was like, okay, well, something, maybe something else is going to happen. And Orton kind of builds it up and everything else. And he goes, well, you know, this is what it's going to be. It's going to be me and you in a straight wrestling match. Yeah. I mean, I realize these guys are old. And they probably don't need to be doing any kind of other matches, especially like the ones they did because they – Barely got around, and, you know, it, it was horrible. But a straight wrestling match? I mean, come on. There has to be something going on. I bet I bet you anything, Edge comes back and uh, next week and says something like, no, I don't want you in a straight wrestling match. I want you in a, like, a Iron Man match or a hardcore match. And, of course, that was just falling into Orton's trap. So I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I hope so. Uh, I can't stand to see this straight wrestling match, but who knows? Maybe they just don't want to put their body through this shit. But that was Raw. So, my opinion on Raw, uh, oh, you know what? I didn't even talk about one thing. Uh, I missed the whole, sure did in my notes, uh, the Street Profits versus uh, Viking Raiders in a basketball match. Now, this was one of the one things that saved Raw. Uh, the matches were okay. I didn't have no problem with that. But... This right here, which I was uh, thinking it was going to be a very stupid segment, 
and which it was at first. Turned out to be uh, pretty hilarious. And of course, you know, it is shot beforehand, but still, it, it, was, it was funny. Uh, of course, Street Profits won, but then you find out at the very end that the Viking Raiders actually let them win and that they can do whatever they can do, but better. I mean, that's what they said. And, of course, you see them shooting threes and then, you know, that one dunk. So, But it was funny. That was, That's probably one of the best segments I did say for all. Uh, that is one of the moments on there. I did think it was pretty good. I thought it was good. Of course, uh, Shayna. Shayna saved the show, too, as well. Those little, just, just even. Just little spots like that, even though she she killed it. I loved it. Now let's go to the one thing that I really did. I hated the whole Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black thing. You know, I know I had to get him in there, so I guess I could get his eye hurt or something. But to me, that was just too much. You know, that was just something that was just, why why would you do that? It didn't make no kind of sense. But it is what it is. And the other part of the show that I really hated and that wondered why he wasn't there to celebrate a course was Otis. Where the hell was Otis? Otis should have been there probably the whole show. Get mad at me if you want, but I think Otis is one of the best stars on there. Uh, my prediction on his Money in the Bank thing, this is where you're going to have to find out if Otis is greedy. And, of course, it's never been done before, but what I know of is I wonder if he can use the Money in the Bank for uh, tag team. You know, he may not look completely for the actual gold himself. Otis may just be such a good guy that he's going to uh, do the Money in the Bank for the tag team titles. That's what I'm thinking. But I don't know. I don't see him going for a world championship or anything like that. So I think that's about far as he's going to go. It was a good thing just to piss off the people. And it did. Internet just ran crazy about that. Oh, Otis, Otis, Otis. I thought he deserved it. But like I said, I think that he's such a good guy. I think he is going to turn it around and cash in on the tag team titles. But that was a quick rundown of uh, overall. I'm not going to do it this long for every show. I'm just going to kind of pick and choose what matches, you know, and what highlighted, and like I said, I may have a friend or two on here and uh, talk a few, you know, talk wrestling. That's all the show really I wanted to do, but I did want a review of the show, but like I said, it's going to be a whole lot shorter than that. But just join us next time, like I said, I may have a friend on here and uh, we'll just talk regular wrestling. For my next, like I said, I'm going to pick out probably just the best matches of the show, just kind of see what, you know, move the show along and everything like that. Uh, the next show, of course, is going to be uh, AEW Dynamite, and then we have NXT, probably the greatest rivalry stuff that's going on today. But just remember, when you're a mark, you're a mark for life.